Good morning, Lighties, Lighthouse Church family. Good morning to everyone listening to me this morning. You are all welcome to the Lighthouse Church Sermon Broadcast. Last week, we looked at healing for the wounded soul, and we are continuing from where we left. Now, last week, I mentioned that it's kind of difficult to speak about the soul without speaking about the spirit man and the body. We looked at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. We also looked at Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. And we saw from these texts that man is spirit, soul, and body. We also saw that it is the spirit of God that gives birth to the human spirit. Spirit, soul, and body. The spirit without the spirit of God is dead. And John chapter 3, verse 6 confirms that flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. So the spirit with the capital S, the spirit of God, gives birth to the spirit with a small s, human spirit. So friends, we saw from scripture that life begins at repentance. When we repent of our sins, accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and our personal Savior, and receive the Spirit of God, we are now born of the Spirit, what you and me might call born again. We have now become born again, born of the Spirit of God, and we are now in the place where we are able to communicate with God. Now today our focus is on the soul. Now what is the soul? The soul is that part of a human being which is conscious or aware of oneself. It's the center of personality. Now let's go to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. And this is what the Bible says. So this scripture is actually confirming the fact that the person without the spirit of, of, of God is dead. And this scripture is also confirming that you can be a person existing without the spirit of God and the Bible considers you as dead. And remember friends, the main aim for this or the aim for this, uh, for this teaching is to remind myself, to remind you that God has provided healing for your spirit, for your soul, and your body. Verse 14. The person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit, with a capital S, the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit. So friends, God has provided healing. God has provided healing for our spirit, our soul, and our body. But God delivers this healing. He communicates to us through the spirit man. So when the spirit man is dead, you are unable to be in touch with God. You are unable to access what God has provided. You can't hear when God is speaking. You can't respond because dead people do not 
respond. So friends, when we are born of the Spirit, our spirit man is now born of the Spirit of God. We are able to receive from God. And what happens is that the Spirit of God governs our being. The Spirit of God through our spirit becomes Lord of our being. If that does not happen, the opposite happens. Because remember, you can still exist with a dead spirit. When you exist without the spirit of God and the spirit is not Lord or governing your being, it means something else will govern your being. And what is that thing? It is the soul. Now, what is the soul? Friends, the soul, within the realm of the soul, we find our memory. We are able to remember and reflect on things. We find our perception, the way we interpret things, things that happen to us, things that we see. Our senses, our understanding is within the realm of the soul. Our reasoning, the way we think, the way we process information, is within the realm of the soul. Our imaginations, our emotions, the way we feel when things happen to us, when people say things to us, when we see things, all that is within the realm of the soul. And the will is within the realm of the soul. So friends, when the Spirit of God through our spirit is not in charge, the soul will rise and govern your being. Meaning, everything that you see, think about, and perceive becomes the truth. Because remember, the Spirit of God is not in the picture. So what you hear and what you see, the things that affect your feelings, becomes the truth. And they rule and they control your life. But the will of God is that God's spirit must govern. God's spirit through our human spirit must become Lord over our being. The other thing that we need to look at, friends, is our physical bodies. And that's easy to understand because we see the physical body. It's the eyes, the nose, the ears, the legs, and everything that we can see, feel, and touch. And friends, our soul and even the spirit man expresses himself or the soul and the spirit, they express themselves through the human body. Through the human body, we are able to tell uh, the person is angry, the person is joyful, the person is sad because of the physical body. Now, friends, in Galatians chapter 5, verse 16, to 26. So if you remember last week we looked at Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 and Galatians 5:22 tells us what happens when the spirit of God becomes lord and when the spirit of God governs our being. It talks about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And part of those fruits we saw there was joy, there was love, and there was peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, and all of them. Now, friends, when we do not allow the Spirit of God to govern, to be Lord over our being, the soul, what the Bible calls the flesh, rises and it governs our being. And the soul produces its own fruits. In verse 16, the Bible says, 
So I say, walk by the Spirit. Now, Paul is not writing to the unbelievers. He's writing to the believers. Now, here's the thing, friends. Before a person is born again, born of the Spirit, they are dead spiritually, unable to communicate or to receive from God. At repentance, we are born of the Spirit. Now, Galatians chapter 5 reminds us that we can be born of the Spirit. And instead of allowing the Spirit to be operative and produce the fruit, peace, joy, forbearance, kindness, and all that the Bible speaks about, we can grieve the Holy Spirit. In other words, the Holy Spirit is there, but we are not allowing Him to be Lord or to govern our being. And this is what happens. It says, if you walk in the Spirit, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. So friends, the spirit man has desires. The flesh or the soul or the carnal man has also desires. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit. And the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. Verse 18. But if you are laid by the Spirit, or the Spirit is Lord and governing you, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh, the soul, are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft. Hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, friends, because of time, we are not going to look at each fruit, but I can pick a few. So a life without the Spirit of God is bound to be full of hatred, discord, always confusion, disagreeing, even when you're not supposed to disagree, jealous, why them and not me. And these things, friends, they rob us of our love for others, peace and joy, fits of rage, always angry, selfish ambition. I will get it at whatever cost dissensions, disagreements, factions. I don't like them, I like them. Envy, I want to have what they have, drunkness, ogies, and the like. Now, these things, friends, they have an impact on our being, on our soul, and how we feel. You see, friends, if our lives are full of hatred, hatred for others, you are not happy yourself full of jealous and envy, always complaining, comparing yourself. And these things, they rob us of our peace, our joy, and our love for others. And when that happens, our soul becomes sick. And when our soul is sick, we need healing from the Savior. Now, I'd like for us to look at some of the other things that might cause sickness to the soul. 
So the first thing that we see from scripture is when we live our lives without the spirit of God or when we grieve the Holy Spirit and we do not allow him to be operative in our lives, our soul becomes sick, full of hatred. All the junk is inside. The other thing that might bring sickness to the soul, friends, is perpetual sufferings, unemployment, sickness. So remember, in the realm of the soul, that's where you find the feelings and perceptions. When you are unemployed and able to make a living, these things can affect your self-concept, your self-esteem, and they can cause damage to your soul. Perpetual sufferings can bring unhappiness, can bring brokenness to the soul. Physical and emotional abuse. You can talk about rape and friends. These are sensitive things. Physical abuse, emotional abuse, the things that people have said to you, the things that people say to you can damage your soul. And remember, friends, if you live your life without the Spirit, what people do to you and what people say to you becomes but the truth. And these things, friends, uh, can damage our self-esteem and our self-concept. And they can damage our relationships with other people. We may end up uh, being mentally, mentally ill, uh, affected emotionally, and we can even break down emotionally. And quickly, friends, because of time, I would like for us to look at how to bring healing to the soul. Remember, God has provided healing for your spirit, man. Repent of your sins, born of the spirit. There's healing for the soul and for the body. In Romans chapter 8, verse 6, the Bible says the mind governed by the flesh is death. Remember, when you have no spirit, you are dead. Because the Spirit of God is not in control. And you are unable to access what God is able to do in your life. You are unable to access the healing that God provides. The mind governed by the flesh is death. But the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. So friends, when we receive the Spirit of God, He brings the fruit, life and peace. And Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22, the Bible says, A cheer of heart is God medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Friends, you might be listening to me uh, this morning, and you might, be, uh, you might be suffering from depression, anxiety, uh, experiencing the spirit of fear. Some of you might be uh, seeing psychologists, therapists, taking tablets for depression. I want to encourage you, continue taking the tablet, uh, tablets, continue seeing the therapist, continue seeing the psychologist. But I want to encourage you further, as you do that, submit your soul to the Spirit of God. So as the tablets, the therapists, the psychologist helps you through, and as you submit your soul to the Spirit man, I pray and believe that there will be healing for your soul. There will be life and peace for your soul. So we submit our soul to the Spirit. The other thing that we do, friends, is we believe 
in the written word of God. And Psalms 107, 19 verse 20, the Bible says, Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them from their distress. Are you distressed? In verse 20, the Bible says, He sent out his word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. Friends, the word of God has power to shift things in your life, in your soul. The word of God has power to nullify things that people have said to you, things that people say to you. And the word of God is able to bring healing. And the word of God working together with the Holy Spirit. John 14, 26, the Bible says, But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I've said. The word of God, the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit teaching you and reminding you of the promises of God. As you go through the sufferings, the Holy Spirit will bring to remembrance the promises of God. And as you meditate on the promises of God, I pray today that hope will begin to rise in your spirit and in your soul. The other things that we can do, friends, is receiving counseling from the people that we trust. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 6, the Bible says, waging war. Some of you, as you listen to me this morning, you are waging war in your soul. The Bible says, for waging war, you need guidance and victory, many advisors. Talk to someone. As you see that therapist, the psychologist, you take your pills, you submit your soul to the Holy Spirit. Talk to your spiritual leaders. Talk to someone. Let them help you through certain things. First Thessalonians 5 verse 11, the Bible says, Encourage one another and build each other up. Friends, as we fellowship in fellowship, as we talk about certain things in fellowship, burdens get lifted up. In conclusion, friends, Psalms 139 verse 23 to 24, the Bible, the psalmist says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Friends, I encourage you, ask God to show you any anxiety within your soul, your spirit, and your body. Ask God to show you any sin thoughts, mental pain, and sorrow. And I leave you with this. Matthew 11, verse 28. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. Friends, as we submit ourselves to Jesus, to the Holy Spirit, as we learn from him, as we learn from Jesus and do what he says, we will find rest for our souls. May God bring healing to your spirit, your soul, and your body. Have a blessed week. Amen.